episode number 222, The Future of Camaro. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason, and oh my God, is it exciting now. Oh my God. Oh my. No, you, we, don't even, we, don't even have to, we, we don't even have to say why. No, we know what we're talking okay. about. Yeah. But let, let's introduce our special guest. Who do we got in the That's studio right. here? We, we, <laughs> we've got the guy that broke the internet. Uh, Manoli Katakis. <laughs> Manny! <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, of Muscle Cars and Trucks. Oh! Oh, okay. All right. Bit of a career change for those of you that have been listening to the show and have heard me on this a couple of times. I'm, I'm, what, I forget how many times I've been on the Camaro show. Probably half, half dozen. dozen to yeah. a dozen. Yeah. I don't know. But over the yeah, over the years I've been in and out. And yeah, um I left GM Authority uh earlier this year and I figured it's time to sort of start my start my own thing. And cool. with that comes my ten years of experience, my sources, my 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 writing skills, everything. Um we, you know, Muscle Cars and Trucks is the new kid on the block. It's a month old. Mm-hmm. But the guy behind it has been doing this for 10 years. And I like to think that I've gotten pretty good at this. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit here. Because what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. is an article that kind of set the internet on fire Tuesday. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. It was, it, uh, it was kind of a... Uh, it was a... Uh, it was very, very sobering type article. Um, I'll, I'll agree with that, yeah. But, but what I want to start out by saying, first off, is nowhere in the, in the article did it say the Camaro was canceled. No, it does not. No. It, but but people seem to be... Shame on everyone's reading comprehension, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> And and even bigger shame on the people regurgitating my work into distorting the message. Yeah. Whoa. Um, what, what what do you mean by that? So if you read the original article, which is seventh generation Camaro shelved, uh huh, not canceled, not Camaro going away forever. Yeah. Okay. N- not it's it's shelved. Right, so what that I I use that word to mean you know that it could potentially just be delayed, it could potentially uh, j- just be com- completely, you know they might be going back to the drawing board, whatever have you. After twenty twenty three, the future's pretty up in the air. It's Camaro six will have essentially run its course. And Agreed. You know, and at that point, it would have been on the market since 2015. Was eight years? So that run. That's a good run. That's a that's longer than Camaro Five, right? Yeah. And from what I understand, is that just with GM's 
future product cadence. Uh, it's not. It's it, they're they're focusing on electric vehicles now, or they want to. Okay. And the the Camaro is is kind of just on this sort of back burner, and, you, and for a lot of reasons, right? You you don't see it selling as well as the fifth gen did. The fifth gen was selling over eighty thousand units a year, I think, like back to back to back, up until I think like the final year, or or the first two years. I, I, okay. I forget how it like it works yeah. out. Um, in two thousand eighteen, just by for comparison's sake. The sixth generation Camaro sold just over fifty thousand units, fifty one thousand, whatever. Okay, and that's a that's a big, that's a huge drop, and it already in in a and this is this is passenger cars segment, guys. So mm-hmm. you're not you're not dealing with the margins that you have with trucks or SUVs, and when well, you're when you're already dealing with with a marginal profit or m- marginal low profit margins and a a, a a shrinking volume, the business case really starts to evaporate. Even if the Camaro is a icon, you know, at the end of the day, Chevy's got more icons. And mm. this has happened to the Camaro before, huh? right? And you guys have been around, you know, following the scenes and so too oh, with yeah. the F bodies. And, and what were, what, what, what was the words they used? Hiatus? That was a, that was the word Scott came up with when he had to write That's the word. Yeah, the article. Um, and and I believe uh, he said he he kind of got. Did he, did he say he got yelled at for using that word because they they oh, they gosh. wanted to do away with the car. They want it canceled. And he, when he wrote the final kind of like word on the Camaro that it was going away, he 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 left it open on purpose because he knew so many people were so passionate about this car that it had to come back. And that's why I used the word hiatus. Here's the thing about that. And I've had many a drink with Mr. Settlemeyer and many a meal with Mr. Settlemeyer talking about this, talking about things that I still can't repeat to this day about that car. One thing I did say is, did you know that the car was coming back? And if I recall correctly in my Captain and Coke haze, um, <laughs> he said no. He didn't know for sure, which which is which is common across yeah. all manufacturers. Mm-hmm. They just don't know. Things can change like they clear, clearly have. But he said he didn't want people to lose faith. And what what does he say? Keep the faith. Keep the faith. For Always. years. Yeah. For years. He, I so mean, many times he said if GM had their way, the car would have went away in, after 97. Wow. That's right. Yeah. It was, it's, on, it was on the block. Yeah. So, the, I mean, this could just be history repeating itself, essentially. And <sighs> I'm thinking, you know, I... What what I know for sure is that the Camaro is not going to transition onto the new A2 XX platform, as is the new Cadillac production cars that are uh, built in the same plant as the Camaro. Now, and and this definitely doesn't mean that Lansing Grand River is the assembly plant is in danger. That that plant has been allocated, right? So you've got two new Cadillacs that are coming in. To fill the product, I think also the Cadillac CT6 production is going to get picked up there. So you're going to have three Cadillacs. Not saying that they sell very well, but the production is there. The plant isn't; it's not in jeopardy, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to fill in whatever the Camaro, whatever volume the Camaro is being built there uh, 
with different product. And this is, again, this is four years away. This isn't happening tomorrow. Right. And, and we, we had this discussion beforehand. You know, we were, it was kind of like doom and gloom. Is, is the Camaro really going away? And and the thing is, is I, I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong, too. I love the Camaro. I love driving it. Um, you know, it it grows on you. You know, like, I, I think I've, I probably have shelled out more words in my career um, critiquing the Camaro than pretty much any other car. Yeah. And uh-huh. it just it comes from like this 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 place of passion. That's, that's something I was going to ask you. Do you hate Camaro? Absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love it. My I I got to drive the Gen Five uh, Z twenty eight when it when it launched back in two thousand thirteen. I yep, think it was. Yep. And we're like, at a gingerman. To this day, I think that is one of my favorite cars. Just the 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 feeling you you get from it. It's. It's so raw. I love like that there's AC delete and and mm-hmm. that they that they they thinned the glass <laughs> in the rear and that they took the carpet out of the trunk and just all this stuff that's like little little here little there and it adds up to be a lot and and the you know the introduction of the flow tie and multimatic DSSV yeah. dampers and just ah uh, three uh, what three oh five square <laughs> Pirelli tires just everything about the z28 is bonkers absolutely insane and it's like that is that it 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 really as a car enthusiast and and you know for for my life right as a gm enthusiast like that 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 product that camaro the the fifth gen z28 really speaks to me okay um too bad i can't afford one but it's you might be able to buy now (laughs) well you know maybe they're they're still they uh i mean shoot yeah they're they they're uh you can get them for what 40 grand 30 Mm -hmm. grand now give or take give or take yeah it's crazy before the uh cylinder head uh valve fix um what was that ever a problem in the in in the fifth gen z20 i don't think it was no no um and the only thing i can say about that is i thought it was i i thought it was an issue across all ls7 engines i have on good authority that that was fixed before it got dropped into that Camaro engine bay. Okay. Very good. Which contradicts what I was told before right about this time last year. Sometimes so, it's about who's telling it to you. Well, the the person that told it to me, I know that they know what they're talking about. And that the, that person probably wants my head on a plate. <laughs> well, here well, here's the thing that I want to ask you, Manny, and, and this is something I saw... There, the this article has been cited as a reference on so many automotive outlets this week. I okay, would, yes, and, and and the number one thing I'm seeing is people saying is who the heck is this guy and and can anybody <laughs> can anybody anybody can say my secret source said this? Yeah, they can. What what would you tell people? Well, compared- about about you know and and, and listen, guys, listen. You're not just a blogger. No, I'm not some fly-by-night <laughs> hobbyist. Let's let's see your resume. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Oakland University. Got my degree in journalism. And when I was a senior in high school, or high school, uh, when I was a senior in college, um, I I jumped on. I I joined GM Authority basically on on ground zero, and mm. um, I helped I helped build 
its reputation to what it it has become mm-hmm. um, through my journalistic work, through my my exclusive stories, my reports, my various product stories like over the years, over the decades. I can't even I can't name them all. There's too many over over the ten years. But like some highlights that stuck out, like I found the Zora trademark before Car and Driver even heard about a mid. I Corvette. remember that. I I found out, you know, and in like more recent, like I would say, like even even within the past like six months before before I left, um, I wrote about how the CT6 plug CT CT6 plug-in hybrid was uh, essentially a one and done, one mile a year, and then it was it, they canceled it. Uh, I found out that the ZR2 Bison uh, was sold out, essentially like within a year, it was it was it was sold out. Uh, and there, you know, so, just so you do your research, you don't just throw shit out. Oh, there. So you're not just grabbing stuff out of the air and putting. Not words just grabbing to a stuff paper. out of air, you know, and, and like to get to where you get. Here's the other thing: for this article to be sourced, even on, on national news, right? Fox News, uh, various broadcast media. There's they're 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 still talking about it. I, th- I think Autoline After Hours was talking about it um, today, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and and pretty much every blog site in between you don't just get cited and sourced if you're starting fly by night if you're you're some fly by night blogger that has an outlet that's a month old Uh, you can absolutely come out with the the juiciest craziest rumor and then it's just one might incentivize people to bite which hey you know to play devil's advocate here i could see someone making that conclusion however like these people have been in the media scrums with me over the years. They've seen the work that I've produced. I've, I've, I've interviewed everyone at GM from Mary Barra to Mark Royce, uh, to the Chevy Sonic marketing director. Like whoever is an uh, is an SME, you know of of the of the product of the of the moment. I've talked to them, and and I and I and I do my work, and and over the years, over the decade, especially you know living in Michigan. The, the the small town that is Detroit, you can't get away from someone in the auto industry, whether it's a supplier yep. or whatever. Yeah. So you you pick up sources pretty quickly. Yeah. And over the ten years that I've been doing this, I I've picked up my sources. And this isn't something that I've you you know, even like if one person told me, I'm like, no, nah, get out of here. Like no way, there's got to be more to this. And then when I hear it again and again and again and again, and suddenly it's becoming this kind of it's it's talked about, but it's not public. I'm just like, ah, this is because that was gonna be my next question. Why why now? Mm-hmm. Why 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 drop this bomb right now? Well, why why not not now? <laughs> well, I guess if it surfaced. Yeah. I, I I reached out to GM for a, for a comment, and I got a statement back from. Uh, let's see, here, let me look up in my email here. So I was like, "Hey, the, they must be getting questions, you know." And um, the, one of the media guys, uh, GM Product and Brand Communications, Chris Bonelli, sent me an email back, and he says, "Here's our official statement." While we will not engage in speculation, we will remind you of our recently announced updates coming to the Camaro lineup this fall. An all-new LT1 model 
will provide customers V8 power with the new design. Well, with the design and affordability of our LT trim, the award-winning SS model will feature a new front fascia from the Camaro Shot concept. All of our updates are customer-driven to improve the car and its driving experience. That's the official statement from GM. Now, uh, I've heard, yeah. I've, I've also read that that GM supposedly, and I, I don't believe this is true, uh, made a statement to another outlet um, saying that that the car is just. Um, I don't think that that's a statement that they're referring to. I no. think they just heard it from someone. It, they had their source that that told them that it wasn't anybody from GM who came out and said this. But people are are, are taking that, thinking it's an authentic that let you know. Chris Bonelli said, "Hey." No, the Camaro is not canceled. It's only going to be, you know, kind of delayed. Well, the seventh gen will be. I don't. I don't think. How do you delay something that's already four years away? And again, what was the word hiatus? Mm -hmm. How is that different than the word delayed? Yeah. Okay, let me jump in here real quick. Okay, everybody. Who knows me knows I've been a Camaro guy my whole life. Chris, that's how you and I met. We're Camaro guys. We met yep. 25 years ago. And we, we, we started CamaroZ28.com. We ran it for many years. I became a Camaro disciple. I was on the focus group for the fifth-gen Camaro. If this had come from anybody but you, Manny, I would have said, yeah, right. Okay, me, you know, doubt it. But when this came, when I realized this came from you, Everything that guy just says bullshit. It knocked me on my butt because I know you know your stuff. I know you don't pull things out of nowhere. I know you don't build clickbait. I know you have many years of journalism experience. And I know that what you say is, if, it, if it's not accurate, it's not by your choice. Yeah. And this really bothers me. This really concerns me. And anybody who says, oh, yeah, no, not, a, not a real media outlet, they don't know who you are. They don't know your credentials. Yeah, and, and you know, I, to, that, to that I can just say, you know, just, just watch this space. Like, Muscle Cars and Trucks has already published, I think, 12 exclusive stories um, since, since its month of opening. We started by, by finding uh, a little nugget about the, the mid-engine Corvette's um, uh, ECU. And how uh -huh. basically, like, tuners... And GM's already gotten really robust with their cybersecurity. Yeah. Um, As they should. Well, a lot of people wanted to tune the trucks, right? Because there's a lot of money right now in tuning trucks. And if you look around, there's... Short of, like, an, a, a full ECU swap or an engine swap, you can't do it. And you're seeing that... You're going you're gonna to see that even up another level with mid-engine Corvette. So considering how many people love tuning their Corvettes and then to find out that this may be an untunable car, you know, but that's, that, that, that is a, ultimately that's a statement best <clears throat> left up to the hackers, right? I'm not a hacker. Yeah. I don't know how to hack an ECU, but a, you know, if, if we're already seeing troubles with L5P Duramax, T1 trucks, um, what was another, the, the, the C7 ZR1, I guess the LT5 was also had a really, uh, strong ECU encryption system. Uh, but 
C8 just takes all yeah. of that and and takes it to another level. So <laughs> it's the the tuning community is is getting squeezed here. I think, oh, yeah. and you're gonna you're seeing that too um, from other automakers as well. Like mm-hmm. as time goes on, uh, to just get in there and uh, basically mix up with your air fuel ratio, th- things like that, uh, to to increase your power um, from the engine via the ECU. It's it, it's a it it's like it's only going to be left for for late model year cars. So that was our first story at Muscle Cars and Trucks. Right. Um, and just today, I was at the Chelsea Proving Grounds with FCA, and I got to talk with Tim Kaniskis, who is the guy who launched the Dodge Demon. You know, he was the FCA head of of passenger cars, and largely responsible for the resurgence of the Charger and the Challenger. And he told me that the Dodge Demon is not coming back. They sold uh, 3,300 cars, one and done. Pro- they'll probably do something else, if, if, if anything else, but no more Demons. They don't want to piss off their existing Demon customers. They're not going to piss off their existing Demon customers that paid eighty five grand for them, but they got to option their extra seat for a dollar. <laughs> it's a cool well, car, man. Well, I got a question. Do you think that the demons sold non-demon challengers? Oh, huge! Yeah the the halo uh-huh. the halo effect uh, uh-huh. it has been has been massive for for challenger. And again, Caniscus I think knows this this dark art better than than anyone right now. Because the other thing he he said to me when I asked him about the 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 challenger's platform and how old it is and if it's endangered and he just says our customers not once have asked us about that yeah. they don't care it's kind of last of the dinosaurs it's a crocodile we, we talk about it all the time it came yeah, out in 2008 yeah and, it, and it's pretty much the same car mildly refreshed through the years based on essentially the chrysler 300s platform exactly. based on essentially <laughs> Uh, and '90s Mercedes E-Class, you know. So that's crazy. It's been it's been worked over. It's been worked over. And if you ever get a chance to drive like any of the the new Challengers or the new Chargers, they're a riot. They they really speak to, um, they really carry the muscle car ethos. They really speak to the muscle car enthusiast. They're loud. They're 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 uh, extroverted, right? They're you know they could be abrasive, but you know people. It's the same. A lot of reasons why people buy Camaros too. I just think that that Dodge has has demonstrated uh, that they have tapped that market a little better, and you're seeing that in the sales. And yeah, we can argue all day. Oh, they've got fifty nine dollar month leases. I was like, no one's buying. They're not doing scat packs for for fifty nine a month. You're not yeah. buying Hellcats for that. Like, it's 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 funny how how many people just go into those dealerships. And they want to. They want to even just test drive a Hellcat, and it's it's flipped the tuning industry on its head too, right? Where it's like, I want my car to beat a Hellcat. I want my car to beat a Demon. It's not. I want my car to beat a GT500. It's not. I want mm-hmm. my car to beat a ZR1. It's. I want my car to beat a Hellcat. I want my car to beat a Demon. Interesting. In straight line street racing, and even though, you know, no automaker is gonna like legally come out and say. Uh, you know, something that's like, this is for the, the street racer. 
This is essentially <laughs> like this is who this is kind of who is going to get attracted to Basically. this more. It's going it, to they're they're going to be more drawn to it than anybody else. That and and it's just that most accessible uh, sensation, that straight line speed, and just to know that if I just have more power, I can have more of that. You know, Dodge's marketing they 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 have the research that just says give me give me more power all the time. And that's why you have cars with 797 horsepower <laughs> with the with the Hellcat Red Eye, which isn't a limited production, by the way. Like they'll just build them as people order them. Wow. But anyway, so do we think that Challenger is kind of paid for? I mean, it's been around for all these years. It's paid and for, it's man. Minor and and, and yeah, you can you can get away with those those bargain basement lease deals and prices, but ultimately, like. You, you can't that's just the advertisement like we all we we've all gotten suckered into those bargain basement lease deals and how many times have we actually like walked out of a dealership paying those prices it's uh, almost impossible yeah. <laughs> but what i'm saying is is that camaro has gone through two generations versus the challenger's only one mm-hmm. meaning that the camaro had to pay for the retooling in the factory and the the, the massive massive cost and currencies yeah. Where Challenger said, okay, we're just going to do a little refresh. We're just going to keep kind of enhancing over the years instead of a complete, complete new generation. And it's is that, it, it's paid it's, off, it's too, because you're, you're is seeing... Is a contributor to what we're talking about today with the Camaro potentially going on the shelf <laughs> in a few years? So, I mean, I, I outlined in the article uh, a couple of things that may have pointed to warning signs. And one, one number one was the 2019 refresh. It was a flop. Oh, it looked great. <laughs> you, the, Ask anybody. I, I had no problem with it. 50, I didn't either. You, you, uh, 20, in 2018, they sold 51,000 units. That's compared to, again, like the 80,000 plus, mm-hmm. you know, year in, year out for, for, Camaro, for, fifth gen. for Camaro 5. And that's... That's a sobering statistic. Um, now they, and it's not just that. Like again, the Camaro community can be its best and worst enemy sometimes. Like the the hostile, the hostile behavior and the hostile responses from from some people uh, towards Chevrolet very inappropriate. Uh, but for them to 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 go to that extreme to to uh, try to get chevy to to change their mind is just there there's there's a better way of yeah. doing things well mm-hmm. i i, I kind of harken back also to the 98 camaro too w- social media wasn't as big back then but we had no, forums. was non-existent we had forums back there mm-hmm. and when they changed the front end of the camaro in 1998 and they compared it to a catfish it was crazy it was like this car they, you know the designers should be killed you know it was it's it ridiculous was, it was horrible can you imagine today in today's world what would have happened if it w- with with the, that sort from of the ninety seven to ninety eight? Oh man! But but here's the saving grace was the LS one motor when people I was gonna started say the run, same thing when the people saw that car running and they were running flat thirteens bone stock with an LS one motor they're like oh whoa, wait hold on a second I, I think we need I to, guess I can I, I can I, I, I can look beyond the front end because yeah. Everybody's going to be sealing my tail end. But it was crazy. It's like, you know, someone should be killed. I mean, it's, it's never ending. No, and, you know, you're, 
you, you saw that with the refresh and you're kind of seeing that even with like the sort of like remarks toward toward me um with 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 my report it's it's just been it's been a weird, it's been a great week. Well, and, that, and that's the reason why I said, do you hate Camaro? And, you, no. and the answer is no. No. But, you know, GM, GM wants my head on a plate. Uh, the Camaro uh, community wants me shot. And then there's this whole, like, cottage industry of idiots who really, like, are, are doing everything they can to piggyback on the traffic as well as trying to debunk me. And good luck, fellas. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's let's just cut the crap here. Manny, mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about. Yes or no? Yes. You've got many years of experience. We've already established that. Well, and, you, and you guys and you do, guys you guys know me too. Like you guys have seen me right. at events for years. Years. Yeah. Right. But but I want to hear you say it to our listeners. Did you pull this out of thin air? No, you did not. I don't do you know, know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not your style, and that's why we like you. That's why we have you on our show. Yeah. Because, Chris, you and I have been credible and dedicated for 20-plus yeah. years in the I mean, Camaro scene, I mean, in the automotive scene. Our integrity and our reputation is on the line as well. That's right. We don't make clickbait. We don't no. hang around people that do clickbait because it's just the it's it's like the tabloids. Well, have you met clickbait now. people? They're terrible. <laughs> Finally, bad. Oh you know my god! This worse? person died. The fact that they're popular because stupid people make them pop anyway. Capital um, letters. <laughs> Here's what happened. Omg! I blew up my car. Just kidding. What's <laughs> the real story? What we know. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is, is that, like I said, it knocked me for a loop. You hope you're wrong, but do you really think you're wrong about this no i don't you don't i mean again i'm not saying that the camaro is canceled or gone forever or like whatever we still have four years there's it's shelved it's hiatus it's delayed it's whatever whatever you want to call it guys but like the point stands that camaro 6 is going to run its course it's the camaro is not going on the alpha 2 architecture and you, it just it leaves a big blank. What are we doing? Well, maybe GM's gonna listen to this and they're gonna go. You know what? Screw that Manny guy. We're picking seventh gen back up. Oh, they said screw me on Tuesday for sure. And 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 twenty twenty four a seventh gen Camaro is getting released. <laughs> Good, and I and I hope that they read my op ed on how to get it right. We talked about that last week. And I'm sure I'm sure all those angry voicemails are about that. Hey, speaking of voicemails, we will be getting to those yes, next week's episode. We will. Promise. Promise. So, I mean, and there were other warning signs, too. That You, you guys remember when there was that, that survey? Um, mm, yeah. And, and there was the videos, like, asking uh, if people wanted uh, a V8 hybrid or a 2.7 liter yeah. turbo hybrid. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, maybe... But then you're like, oh, that's an $8,000 option. Oh, that's a $4,000 option. A four-cylinder for a $4,000 option? That's not standard? It's like, are you nuts? Your cars, the car's already been criticized for being too expensive, especially like on the V8 models. They, yeah. Again, Dodge Challenger, two V8s, okay? They gave you two V8s because the V8 gives you at least like the entry level. You get to say you have eight cylinders. You get to say you have the Hemi. You, you, and you get to have that noise, right? 
but no, you don't have this. You don't have the uh, the three ninety two, right? It's the yeah. it's the uh, I think it's the five point seven. Is the base level? Yep. And it's like GM already has two V eights that they use in their trucks, and I understand that they're different. I understand that even like the 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 six point two liter in the trucks and SUVs versus the LT one is, is different, but not too different. Yeah. You know, you could take that formula and take that and, and put that with the L84, the L83, and put that into a Camaro and have two V8s, have an entry V8, a premium V8. And for the record, you should also just throw in that 4.3 liter V6 as the base engine too, because torque. <laughs> because torque. Because torque. Well, I've seen a lot of people, um, while they're disseminating your article, saying that they think GM is going to be paying close attention uh, over the next year in sales because, you know, they're releasing their LT1 model, which is the cheaper model this year. I, I think I, I think that the LT1... And, and then maybe reevaluating. I think the LT1 is going to solve a lot of problems. It's still not the cheapest V8 you can get, but it definitely it definitely solves one problem. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I don't know how far along in development they are in, on the 7th gen. From 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 talking with Al, um, when the 2016 was released over on Belle Isle, I was talking to him and I said, Al, I said, when did you start developing this car? And he said, six months after the fifth gen was released, we started working on this car. So I was thinking then. But that hmm. that's also like, I mean, he's, I don't want to speak for him, but you're talking design. You're yeah. talking. You're talking. Uh, initial, yeah, pro- yeah, exactly. Yeah. The all the initial stuff. You're lining up your suppliers, making your business case, all that. Yeah. You know, not prototyping. Right. Not working on not not Iver stage, not not running test mules in Milford, like that. That comes later. Right. So I don't even know how far ahead they were in the seven ten. But um, Jason, when you were at Camaro Fest last year and you interviewed Scott Settlemeyer, he said when he left. They they had been working. I on remember. Seventh, I remember that. And, and a, eighth, seven and eight. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And but 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 when they're when they say working on, we gotta as much as we want to be optimistic about that, we gotta like, also like realize. Said, yeah. It's just like a, a meeting or it's, two here there's, and there. There's and a clay model. Maybe somewhere. a preliminary sketch, and then numbers crunching. Yeah. Tons of numbers crunching. Of course. It doesn't mean they're like, okay, let's go. We're gonna build a car. <laughs> and here it is. No. Because it's so easy, right? And then I mean, there's also like the father of the Camaro, you know, Mister Oppenheiser. He's he's working on electric vehicles now, mm-hmm. and that was like, whoa. I wouldn't want anyone else working on the Camaro besides him. No, it's it's hard to say that with no no slight to the previous engineers and all that, but just Al, just just he's he I like I really think I I I told this to him before. I think he should be the head of product at GM. Mm-hmm. I, he's he's done such. The, his team is like they're they've always been so focused, mm-hmm. right? And you saw like yeah. even despite you know my criticisms of the six gen Camaro, it doesn't change the fact that it's incredibly focused and it's still the the best performing pony car on the market, and it vastly surpasses the fifth gen in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and you and then you look at the background and, and like who these guys are. And the development team, and they're like, they're all road racers. They're all, they all have track cars. They, they, they're part of racing leagues. They go autocrossing. You know, they, they were, they were, uh, they were, you know, at one point they were all retired racing drivers. Like, it's awesome to, to read up on that backstory. 
and and then this is the result of 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 what you get. You get a you get a really good track car. Problem is, is you're in the Corvette sandbox now, and that and and even on like a price point too. When you're like you're 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 charging such a premium for your car because your hardware is expensive because you made your car so sophisticated. Well, it turns out muscle car people don't like all that. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care about the sophistication. Turns out they're all just a bunch of Neanderthals with money. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes back to our whole uh, who, who, uh, making stupid people famous. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh, we're going to see the sixth gen run its course, r- regardless of whether there's a seventh gen. And I still think we're going to see a lot of cool stuff coming out from, from Camaro. Um, I know Mark Dickens, who's the chief right now, is, mm-hmm. is has been he's been on the Camaro. Also, he, Dickens did the ZR2, which is like my pretty. I think that might be my favorite Chevrolet right now. Wow! I love the ZR2 and the Bison. Um, it's just like yeah, and and even still, like I can't stop like talking like critical about that car, that that truck. So like I don't like the engines in it. I hate the interior, but God, do I want one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a, a maybe maybe I'm just I, a tortured person. I had a '96 ZR2. See, that's not like that's not like once. it is now. As, What's that? As, that's not like what it is now. Oh, I know. It was just like a S10 with the slight lift kit. I wanted and, one of those uh, in high brakes. school. I thought like it would be the cool. Uh, I'd be the coolest kid if I had if I had an S10 ZR2 in high school. Uh, well, I had one. I was out of high school, and I had a ninety. I had a '96 S10 ZR2 and a '96 Camaro SS, and I parked them side by side. I drove the ZR2 nice. home from work, got in my Camaro SS, and went out cruising. I was the king of all creation. Yeah, that's a that's a nice two car two car garage. Yeah, it was a it was a carport. You were in an apartment, but, <laughs> but either way, the ZR2 is awesome, and it's it's not a shadow of what it used to be. It's a predecessor of, of what it used to be. It's incredible, and Dickens was part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it, we're I know we're I'm gonna, I know we're up against the clock here, and there's so much more we want to so talk about. Let, let's wrap it up. Yeah, the future of Camaro. Very blurry. Blurry. Okay, well, that's it, that's know, a good way to putting it. But here's the thing, we have. From like according to you and your sources till twenty twenty three till sixth gen runs its course. Yep. That's definitely gonna be longer than the fifth gen was. Definitely longer. We we've seen them adding stuff already to the sixth gen. The ten speed automatic is gonna go in the the, the ZL one L E. Yeah, yeah. And for, That's huge. Yeah, especially like if you're just going for outright track times and outright speed. Exactly. But um the only logical next step would be the introduction of the Z28. That would be the logical next step, especially yeah. if you've got all this lead time. Um, now, I I am working on some stories uh, on that and and basically what else that might entail. Okay. Um, you're going to have to read musclecarsandtrucks.com for that. Ooh. Okay. All right, dropping it down. Nice. And, and, you know... If you again, it's there's there's already a lot of content on the site, but you don't have it won't take you too long to sift through to just realize it's like okay, this guy is not uh, a moonlighter, not a blogger, I'm not a blogger boy. <laughs> You're not pulling things out of thin air just to get clicks. <laughs> nope. Just one time. Can you can you do an article that says, you know, the the big clickbaitish title? <laughs> oh, with the O-M-G. capital. Yeah, with the, with when the cap- she looked at the cushion of her couch. You wouldn't believe what she saw, <laughs> or whatever. 
whatever the outbrain BS is. Yeah. Unless you're not running outbrain on muscle cars and trucks, are you? What's outbrain? I don't even know what that is. It's the ads that say, OMG, when she lifted up the couch cushion, oh. you wouldn't, won't believe what she oh, saw. That are always at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, Google, what, what, what Google's spoon feeding me uh, right now. Uh, either not, way. Those. I, the bottom I've, line is, is that you're credible. You're you credible. You want it to be true, but it's also your job to, to be and factual. You don't work for GM. No. Uh, so I've seen the conspiracy theorists have come out now and said that this was put out by GM <laughs> to increase sales of the 6th gen. That's awesome. Well, it's actually the opposite. When you report something like this, people are <laughs> scared to death that sales are going to just evaporate. But this has probably increased the, the, the value I mean, of my Camaro. I was going to say, gen. it probably does. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Camaro if you owners did work hate... for GM, you don't anymore. Because your ass would have been fired so fast for leaking yeah. this. Well, I would have been fired 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> True. When I started writing about them. But you have you have integrity and ethics that you follow as a journalist. This isn't this Well, isn't... you got to be careful with that word because the automotive media is few and far between jur- with with journalists. Okay. Someone someone told me one time, and I don't know if it, I don't know who it was and how long ago it was, but they always said and because I'm not a journalist, I, I just kind of fell into this kind of stuff, right? Me mm-hmm. and me and Jason. Right. Yeah. They said you you make sure that you report the news, yeah, but don't become the news. Mm. That's a yeah, that's a, dead nuts accurate. Like you want to you want to report the news. That's that's what that's what they told me in J school too. They told me a lot, a lot of things too. Where it's like <laughs> oh, because in the in the world of you know fake news and 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 you know the the war on the media and stuff like that. It's well, you know, they also said oh you. Don't take gifts. Don't take this. Don't take that. I was like, literally every media drive <laughs> that anyone's ever been a part of is a free flight, a nice hotel, yeah. and a good dinner. Yeah, and and <laughs> probably one too many old fashions at the at the hotel bar. You know, and it's like, oh, but I'm a so first of all, because there are people in the automotive com- media community that say that they're still journalists. Even though they they accept all of these things, myself included, mm-hmm. right? And you know, even if you put the little disclaimer at the end, it doesn't ultimately like change anything. But the I've even seen like some 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 rhetoric of saying, "Oh, well, it's a lot cheaper to send uh, people to cars than cars to people." Hence the flights, uh, and, sure, yeah. and, and uh, such. And I'm just know, like, it might that's, be true, but it's true, but it's silly thinking. Um, ultimately, like if you wanted to do this job ethically, it's impossibly expensive. And, you know, that just kind of leaves the door open for only the impossibly rich to do stuff like this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all, uh, again, it's super muddy. It's super blurry. Um, but it's still a lot of fun and, you know, I'm going to be in the doghouse for a while for this one because, they ultimately like you know companies don't like real journalism mm-hmm. but unless it benefits them unless it benefits them so that's just it's it's a weird it, it's a weird it's a weird thing to do it's a it's a weird job to have hmm. but it's i i wouldn't change it for the world i love cars um i love the camaro all right and 
It's and you don't want to see it go away. I don't no. want to see it go away. No, Jason, no. you don't want to see it go away. What the heck? Do we live this in 2002? It was horrible. We started the podcast in 2005. Okay, before we knew that there was going to be another Camaro. That's right. Because we basically did this. Yeah, as an before extension. the before the 06 concept car, everything. That's right. And then we somebody did, we did it, hope against hope. And then somebody sent us a picture of the of the concept on uh what wow, was that called a, a turntable cl- it was called what did scott called a clown suited clown car dinoc it was at the at the um uh the tech center so we're like one side of it was was it, it was all clay but it was the each side was different mm. they called yep. it clown suiting i remember and seeing someone that. sent that to us and that was eight months before it was unveiled in detroit dang and well, we're and like, holy sh- what yeah. the heck? Well, and, it, I mean, it's hard to keep that a secret because people get so excited, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. mid-engine Corvette, people have known, it's been reported on since 2013, right? And it, you know, now it was like, I think as of this year, it was officially, GM's officially confirmed its existence. So, by the way, if you really want an official word of GM about anything, just know that it might take you five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the official word on this situation, they're like, um, we don't talk about that, but look at what we got right now. And, and that's, course, that's that makes sense. classic. That's that's classic yeah. communications right there. That's cla- it, it, Chris is I mean, doing what, his what job. I definitely yep. I definitely ruined his his week, maybe his month as he as he's yeah. he's also working on launching mid-engine Corvette, right? Yeah. So, sorry Chris. We we love we we love everybody at GM. I mean, no question. Um, well, not everybody. Well, I don't know. We love those who love us back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Manny, I, I thank you, it, thank you so much for for coming yeah. on the show this week. And, I love and, coming on the show. Um, I know it was tough for you to do that article. I know it was um, risky. I guess you know. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it opened a dialogue. I really do. I want the dialogue. I, I want the dialogue to happen. And I think and I think it's going to. Yeah. I think uh, everybody is now aware of uh, what's going on. Whether whether General Motors wanted that or not, uh, it's out in the open now. Mm-hmm. And um, for the better, I think. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Chris. Back in 1997, I don't remember the exact date anymore. It's been so long. It's been 22 years, give or take. You and I started this whole idea of the Save the F-Body page. Yes, and we've did. been told that we were single-handedly responsible for bringing the Camaro back. Well, I shouldn't say single-handedly, but we had a large impact on bringing the a Camaro back. A very large. And Scott if we printed we, them we've all been out. Told, I remember, yeah, that story with uh, the emails printed yeah. out. Yeah. We've, we've been told that it, it, this won't be documented, this won't be written, this won't be in any email, but we've been told that if we hadn't done that, the Camaro would have not come back. Manny, I wonder if you didn't do the same exact thing inadvertently last Tuesday. That'd be neat. <laughs> that's all I can. We didn't get any yeah. free cars out of it. I'm just saying. No, that's all I can. No. That's all I can say yeah. is that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, we're all passionate about the car. Mm-hmm. You guys should write a book. We said that many times. <laughs> Actually, me and Scott Settlemeyer, we uh, we sat down, we started writing a book together many times over. Well, back when I smoked and he smoked and cigarettes and <laughs> he had wine and I had Captain and Cokes and we started putting a book together and then 
it just kind of just went nowhere. He he didn't think that anybody would be interested in reading it. Oh my god, I, I I don't agree with that, especially yeah. if you're right, Manny. Because mm. we don't be right. Did, you guys don't be right, based Manny. that on wrong. Did, did you read the book? All Corvettes are red. No. Oh my great god. Book. Read oh my that god. book or listen to the audio book. Either way, it's a great, great book. The, the guy, the an author, was embedded in GM while they were developing the C5. He unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Oh really? Yes. And his whole book is on the entire development of C5 and what goes on behind the doors in GM. It was incredible. It was incredible. And, I'll have to check it out. And the Corvette was 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 struggling then, too. Yeah. James yeah, Schaefer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. James Schefter. How many times has, has the Corvette been marked as? Uh, twice. Yeah. Twice. Uh, I think I, I think I think from C4 to C5 and then C6 to C7 um was uh, eh, I'm 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 positive it was C67 um and this was again like the bankruptcy era and the the C6ZR1 essentially was like the skunk works final hurrah of the Corvette and then I it was I forget how the whole story was just basically like the things like oh are we going to we got to get working on the on the new Corvette and one guy says the other's like, there, we don't have one. And then it's like, well, let's get it started. And that was that. And then yeah. so basically, and from five to six to seven, like it's all been on that Y Corvette Y platform. And it's it, it's kind of like the evolution of the Challenger, but you know the the C seven to a C five is like huge difference, massive. And everything is just like when you drive a C five, it just feels like a really loose and cheap c7 but then you drive a c7 it's just that like sharp and taut and then c8's coming out in a couple weeks yeah uh i'm gonna i'm not gonna be at that event um but i hear it's gonna be bananas and banana oh you know what (laughs) well seriously while we were talking i did a search for james schefter january 23rd 2001 the houston chronicle posted former chronicle space writer james schefter dies he was 60 covered the end of the nasa gemini missions for the houston chronicle in the 1960s wrote about the apollo space mission. the uncensored story of how to beat russia he wrote a book and of course all corvettes are read inside the birth of an rebirth of an american legend up on the right hand side of that page is the one meat you should never feed your cat (laughs) okay how about just saying don't feed your cat this meat no. Hamburger. And then you scroll down, speaking of bananas, top cardiologist, this one thing will properly flush out your bowels, and it <laughs> looks like a pan of boiling bananas. Nice. Clickbait BS. All day long, eight ways from Sunday. That's what it is, man. That's what it is nowadays. That's what oh it is. God. Thanks, Google. I if your dog you... does this, no, it's Tabula, whatever the F Tabula is. Tabuli. No, it's Tabula. Tabuli. Tabula. I know what Tabuli is. I've eaten That's it. how you spell Tabuli. Yeah, but this is Tabula. That's how tab- What, E-H at the end? No, Tabula. Okay. T-A-B-O-O-L-A. Well, maybe they spelled Tabuli wrong. Based on your interest in visits to previous websites. Listen, I don't have a cat, okay? And I don't boil bananas, you a-holes. <laughs> hashtag vegan cat. You ever, you ever hear about the hashtag vegan cat? There are, like, people out there that only feed their cats, uh, like vegan food and cats oh, are God. cats are carnivores right like what despite your your yes. your self-imposed yeah. like 
despite your ethics or, or your so-called ethics. Um, and basically, if a cat just eats vegan food, they go blind. Yeah. As, as, as in the infamous words of Dennis Leary, eating meat is not a choice. It's an instinct. Yeah. Also necessity. <laughs> meat is murder and murder tastes pretty goddamn good, doesn't it? Well, there are no old animals in the wild. <laughs> just remember that always. Well, wow. here we go. I'm just scrolling down. U.S. cardiologist. It's like a pressure wash for your insides. Another one. If your indoor cat vomits, do this every day. Jason, what are you talking about now? It's, I'm, it's, I'm like, it's all these stupid clickbait ads. Warning signs. Your dog may be asking click. for help. Oh, God. Well, no wonder you're getting them. You're clicking them. Oh, God. No, I'm not clicking on anything. I'm just looking at the Quran <laughs> about all Corvettes are red and... Seniors with no life insurance should do this before age 30. What? Well, that's the cron. Uh, so, like, I mean, not every ad provider is created equally. Um, based on my experience, uh, the, 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 the cheapy ones are usually the ones More that... clickbaity. Yeah, they feed you that, that stuff. You should yeah. never shop on Amazon without using this trick. Here's why. <laughs> yeah, because buy? Amazon didn't become the most, one of the biggest companies in the world by having a hidden trick. Okay... Yeah. So my point in all this BS is that while there's junk out there and a lot of junk, I can understand why people would hear something and immediately dismiss it right. and say, oh, yeah, uh, who are you? Muscle blogger? cars and trucks. Oh, yeah. This, this new. Yeah. Okay. Or just completely misinterpret it entirely. Yeah. Like that. Like saying it's canceled. <laughs> and just, uh, just not, you know, no more Camaro ever till the sun burns out. Okay. If you don't do this, you will die tomorrow. Okay. Great, great ad. Great ad. Well, Manny, thanks so much for coming on the show this week. Anytime. Uh, it's probably been a crazy... <laughs> thanks, probably, Manny. It's probably been a crazy, crazy week for you. It, 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 yeah. But, you know, again, yeah, people are mad. People are... Uh, people. Well, they're passionate, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, I was Me just going to say they should be mad if it's not true, but... We're mad if it is true, right? Yeah. So, well, I'm gonna be mad at mad at you. You're 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 libel, but I'm also gonna be really mad if if uh, if it's true. <laughs> well, I guess I guess yeah. The truth sucks. Yeah. yeah, truth hurts. Oh wait, that's been a long quote. Yeah. All right. This episode has run long. We appreciate everybody uh, hanging in and just getting to the bottom of this because it's, it it did it set the internet on fire. Yeah. So make we sure we'll be back next week with our voicemails and emails and all that. And and if you guys want to comment on the show, if if you want to have your voice heard, leave us a voicemail five eight six four eight six three one eight two. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll be back with another show next week. Yeah. Let's get out of here. You guys ready? Yeah. Thanks, Manny. Thanks, thanks, Manny. Thanks for joining as always, and thanks for listening, everybody. Always. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.